Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast for today. We are talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from March 24th, 1990. I'm sitting here with Doc. Hardbody Hopper says he'll be joining us shortly. <laughs> We've done a couple of shows without him, but I did speak to him very early this morning, and he said he would be here. Doc, real quick before I throw it to you, let me let me shout out our largest paid contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice. Thank you for your generous support each and every month. Let me throw it to you, Doc, and see how you're doing. And I don't know if I want to ask because I feel like you're going to throw something at me. I feel like that you should come out and apologize to everybody and, and, <laughs> and thank everybody here, not just those three for giving us money. Because... If you don't know what I'm talking about, this was the we're, we're post the big wildcard wildcat event this week, and I saw pictures of you down there, and you look like a serial killer in the pictures. <laughs> I, I've been telling you people for six years what a grumpy piece of shit this guy is. If you were there, you know what I mean. Here's what happened, everybody. We send him down there on a BTT business trip. And he goes out with his partners the night before. No, no, didn't go out. Didn't go yeah, out. Bottle service at Henny better not be on the corporate card. <laughs> what time did you go to bed? Well, more on the bottle service of Henny and the Wildcat after party. Okay, fine. What time did you go to bed the night before Wildcat? Well, it's important to note that I was up around 5 a.m. on Friday morning. And drove to New Orleans, didn't stop, didn't rest, you know, straight through, got a bite to eat, but, you know, drive through, kept driving. Uh, got to New Orleans, I don't remember what time it was, uh, maybe 3 o'clock or so. But I immediately, from the time I got to New Orleans, uh, went by a uh, bunch of my friends' house, cousins that I grew up with, and... Homies you threw up with? Something like that, and... And uh, for my New Orleans listeners, I was in the seventh ward. Uh, we ate steak, shrimp. We were eating good. Um, they they basically had a big shindig going on, and I drank a little Hennessy. Didn't get messed up or anything, but was. Were there any uh, white people besides you at this event? Uh, my partner's wife. Yeah. Oh, he got he 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 got the dream, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. living the dream. 
<laughs> you just confused the audience again when you said that, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so hey, this is going to move fast tonight. We got a lot of moving parts on this Wildcat weekend. So y'all going to have to keep up out there now. Yeah. Oh, hold on. So there, long story short. A, wait, wait. Deep in you the hood, there's probably like a bonfire in an old barrel and shit. Y'all are, y'all are shooting dice. No. Everybody's asking who's got the lotion. Is, is, do I have this right? No, but I was I like didn't leave there until about four o'clock in the morning, Friday, like mm. Friday night, Saturday morning. So I had been up like by the time I got back to the hotel and tr- and even tried to sleep. I was 24 hours straight at that point. No sleep. So that's to answer your question. And we were waiting on Hopper to tell the rest. Well, you, or do you want me to keep going? everybody out there. So that's great. You want me to keep going? Well, is Harper here? No, not yet. He still hasn't joined us. He's showing on the damn Skype thing. No, he's not. It says two out of three in the call. Oh, here comes oh, there three. He hey. hey. What's up, bud? We're, uh, we're recording, man. Yeah? By the way, I forgot to get that friggin' football from you and the other stuff I was supposed to get. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, that's your problem then. I know. Here, Harper, <laughs> it's good to have you back on the show finally. Um, yeah, we were no. talking about Mike blowing his wad a night early uh, in New Orleans. What'd he do? He went no, out he... with his real friends back That's... in the seventh ward the night before and stayed up all night. He knew. What a fuck. What a dick. I called. I, I talked to Hopper a few times on the way down there and I called him. I was like, I'm driving through this raggedy ass city, man. <laughs> God, nice. man, <laughs> this place is raggedy. I grew up there. I can say that. I'm in the middle of the Seven Ward, Harper. I, I, I'm probably going to be just, over here. You shut up. Now that Harper's here, I want to talk to him. Let me tell you something else, Harper. I was watching that Facebook feed because Mike told me, hey, I'm going to be on the Facebook feed. Well, <laughs> he's doing commentary. And you first, I guess it's the first match. Who Who is your guy that came out to fight Luke? Luke? Uh, Jarrett Wayne. I think that yeah. was the second. No, that was, no, that was after... Uh, intermission okay what first match after intermission and whoever's doing commentary with mike goes well i I, you know i don't know that you're going to be too part you know you're going to be real fair here since you know harper's out and mike was like no no man i mean you know i know luke too and kissing luke's ass Uh, well yeah of course he is first off sammy's used to doing commentary by himself he doesn't come up for air, and he's good. That's the first thing. It was very weird. And then it was three of us. I was just trying not to step on anybody's toes because they're the established talent. You were there. trying to stay awake, you old tired piece of shit. Okay. Dick. Are you Dick. done? The BTT Army said they like when I say that when I talked to them this weekend. They were like, we like when you say, when are you done? I hadn't said that in a while, though. I, I'm not done. Oh, I'm not done. All right, so Harper, uh, big weekend this weekend. How'd it go? It was good. Uh, we had over 400 people, which ain't bad for fucking COVID in a monster truck show. So. Well, I saw you not wearing a mask on the, the feed, but <laughs> was everyone else masked up? They were all masked up, man. I was surprised. Okay. <laughs> I was Did anybody? Surprised. Okay, the the sixty four thousand dollar question for everybody who wasn't there, who hasn't had a chance to watch the Facebook feed, who got the ether, Harper? Who got ethered? 
Phil Allen. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Let's see. Anybody from the House of Hardbody um, win gold? No, but they kept their gold. That's important. You That's see? Important. All right. No, so, it was a great fucking show, man. Great fucking show. Uh, who was, I heard that uh, you made some new friends with the, the Wang Yang uh, family. So Jimmy Wang, Jimmy Wang Yang, is that how you yeah. say his name? Whatever. That's nice. I heard that you were uh, hitting it off with his daughter. No. No. She's Mike? like 12. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, dude. You, 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 you burying yourself right now, man. <laughs> me? You heard me. I think you saw something on that video and you're trying to accuse Hopper of something. And I don't find that. Okay. To be a good quality of yours. All right. So, Mike, um, how was Shishi's down in New Orleans? Nobody went to Shishi's. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, how was Jay Beavers? Who? It was called Sea Beavers, and we C- did not oh. go there. No, we didn't go there. I, I actually, Harper, was that the, the place we went to? Was that the first time you've been there? To the harbor? No. Okay. I, that place is pretty chill. I actually like it. Yeah, I've been there a million times. It's been there forever. Yeah. I mean, besides the fact that they don't serve Hennessy, I mean, it was a nice place. Well, there's a reason why they don't serve it. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell me, uh, M- Mr. White Kid from Metairie. Oh, well, that's why. You probably went to St. Clement of Rome Catholic Church when you were a kid, huh? No, I went to St. Anne's. Oh, okay. I just said, because that's the one right there by Grace King. That's an effective technique, man. For years, white people have just moved to the suburbs, but it, <laughs> just don't put... Henny yeah, in your just bars. Stop selling, uh, stop selling Henny in the bars, and you'll be fine. Man, when that, I told that old that white bar, when I told that old white bartender, I was like, "Y'all got Hennessy? You should have saw the look he shot at me." That guy's awesome, bro. He's like Yoda. He's got so many fucking stories of old New Orleans and fucking <laughs> Battery, bro. I could just listen to him talk forever. Uh, so I had to settle for Crown. Ugh. Okay. Don't don't do that. Crown's good. You, um, I, you know I told you earlier, I ain't got nothing against Crown. Crown's fine. How late did y'all stay out? Fuck. I heard you were there till 2.30, Hopper. Past that. Were you? Okay. Yeah. Like I saw Mike. I saw Mike Pru and them in the hotel when I was leaving the next morning, and uh, he said, man, you, you, you were hanging and banging late like me the night before. The fuck? So. About 3, 3.30. Who was the you most stay late. Who's yeah. the most hardcore member of the army? Phil Allen. That's what I heard. Yeah, he was wearing a uh, the fucking uh, what's the jersey from Semi Pro? Oh, the the Flint Tropics. Yeah, he was wearing that <laughs> uh, getup. So that's a that's an underrated movie. Yeah, let's it get is. tropical. Dude, Phil's a clown. <laughs> he is he, a clown. I know better than to ask if he was sober inside the school, so... I um, doubt it, seriously. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But nobody caused any problems, did they, on our ledger? Uh Uh-uh. Everybody knew how to behave themselves at a a wrestling event? Yeah. It was a good show. What about the D-Man? He was there. He was in front row. 
He was having his wrestle. When we were just starting on commentary, so the BTT guys are to the left of us. The Army's to the left of us. And they're, some of them are in the front row with with uh, D-Man. Some of them are in the second and third, the way the, way the rows were um, and the way the, their seats were assigned. I didn't do it. Luke did, guys. Uh, D-Man, they had the signs up. Darren's a mark, you know, a House of Hopper, all these different signs. Bro, me and Harper are looking over there, and D-Man is having his WrestleMania moment. He was in hog heaven. Was he not, Harper? Oh, yeah. That was his Super Bowl. Dude, he was living it up. He mm-hmm. was so happy to be getting attention. It wasn't funny. For one day, he felt like the champ. He yeah. did. For one day, for one he day. felt like For one day, Harper. All right, so I know a lot of the Army – uh, took time out of their schedule to get there. Uh, try to give us as best you can a rundown <laughs> of all the freaks and geeks that were there uh, on Saturday night. Give them a little love. Go ahead, Mike. Phil Allen. Phil Allen is, you know, Phil Allen. He was there. Yeah. Adam Price, was he there? He was there. Uh, Adam was there. He had he got he has a custom made shirt that says BTT Army on the left side by the chest. On the back it says Be Blessed and Be a Blessing. And on the left sleeve, he's got two circles and two dots. I'll let you summarize what that stands for. It's a great shirt. Great shirt. What a class. Oh, wait, wait. The best part, he looks at me and he's laughing when he when I said, What the hell? He goes, you want to know the best part about this? Adam's got kind of that Mississippi accent. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It sounds like this. You want to know about Shut thing? up. <laughs> he says, He says the best part about this, the lady at my church made this for me. <laughs> See, that's not right. Hey. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's awesome. What okay, are you who talking else was about? there? Mike Prue. Mike Prue. Mike Prue, because I was so delirious from sleeping two hours out of – out of 48, I had to ask him six times the name of the bar we were going to because I could not remember. Don't buy, don't buy that, Mike. He's always that stupid. <laughs> That's nice. Tell okay, me keep, about it. Keep, keep going, Doc. Who else? Who else you got? I don't know. Armando Martinez. Uh, Armando didn't make it. Something about work. Uh, he, Parole he, violation. He I got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. Sean um, Sparks was there. Sean Sparks. Mr. Personality knows everything about Mid South. What Great a guy. talent! I'm sure the Great women. Guy. I'm sure the women can't wait to hear all that. Yeah, they can. <laughs> Nothing bitches like more than listening about Mid South. Yeah. Um, what else? Who else? Um, God, we had a bunch of people there. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Browning. He was at uh, he was he was at X rated last year. Great dude. Yeah. Okay. I, I, no, I was gonna say something, but I'm not. Uh, who else was there, Harper? Who else, Who am I missing, Harper? God, we had a lot more. Did than... the uh, the the podcast with us from up north? Yeah, Mike Prue, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Prue. Uh, okay. He he, do, he does ECW show. Uh, Stacy Allen Hayes on Twitter. He was there. Uh, he was at X Rated Shoes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Stacy was at X-rated a couple years ago. When we finally had it. He was there. Good dude, real good dude on Twitter. You actually, there was something uh, you quoted from him on Twitter from like a couple months back, Doc. That he brought up. We couldn't remember for nothing what it was. 
But he was I there. doubt it. I doubt you, that very soon. You shouted him out, and of course you're going to play stupid now. Uh, who who else? was the? Uh, who was the? I saw some picture with, and all I could think of was your sour face in it. But who was the big brother? That's nice. Cliff. I was. PM News made an appearance. Come on. No, he's talking about he's talking about Clifton. He had yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He had the number eleven Deontay Harris jersey on. Okay. Yeah, he's well. He's from New Orleans. Uh, he actually, he actually used to come to the indie shows in Chalmette in the mid nineties when I used to when I used to wrestle down there because oh, uh, he was like, dude, I can't. <laughs> he's got stories. He was like, bruh. <laughs> so who got the drunkest? Hold on, I'm trying to think. Uh, who else was there? Keith Dewey, uh, Dave, the coach Quinn, uh, Chuck, as Hopper calls him, Gertner, but it's really Chuck Gunter. Gertner. <laughs> Dude's name is well, Gunter. Well, put this way: he's he's never corrected me. He never go. corrected you. He's so in awe of your presence that he's not going to mess with you. Yeah, and Chuck, Chuck, Chuck's looking good, bro. He didn't put a little weight on. He used to look See, skinnier I told than. You? Yeah, you ain't lying. Chuck was skinny. He he didn't put some weight on, man. He's eating good. Uh, D man was there, of course. You know, and the champ. And he's not part of the army. I know, yeah. but you know. Anyway, and he never we, will be. So we the, came the more, from who got far the and wide. Who got the Who got the drunkest? Who's the drunkest at the bar, Hopper? After? Um, I think by the, when I by the time I left, Phil Allen. Dude, oh well. Okay, Doc's gonna love this. So they call Phil Allen, Phil Allen, a Uber or a Lyft, like because he's ready to go. And I guess I don't know what time he was flying out. I think he was flying out in the morning, like real early. So Phil actually left before me, and they call him a Uber or Lyft, and we're sitting outside in the patio area, and so we're not too far from the street. Like we can see the car and everything. I mean, it's like tw- maybe twenty feet at the most from us, fifteen feet, where the cars are pulling up. This dude is so high he claimed he wasn't drunk but he's so high phil walks up to a parked car thinking it's his uber and they had to die like i don't know Harper, did your girlfriend or who who redirected him to the, to the uber somebody did he pulled up to a park this car is, this does not sound hot. Some, he scared some little white girls oh. <laughs> well this doesn't sound like higher drunk. This sounds like normal Eagle fan activity to me. No, oh, okay. Yeah, because Cowboy fans are, they got their stuff together, right? The treat of the world. So yeah. basically what what I wanted to paint the picture there is everybody had a good time, and if you weren't there, you need to start making plans for the next Wildcat show. Is that correct? Yeah, whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows when the hell that's going to be yeah. <laughs> at this point based on everything that's going on. What's going on? But you're right. Make plans whenever it is. I hope, I hope it can be X-rated. X-rated is perfect, Harper, because like you're at the event, it's an adult show, and you're at yeah. the bar already. Like, you fucked X, up. X-rated is perfect for Wildcat because it's just it's 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 a self-contained show in itself. You're you pull up at six. 6.30, the show starts at 7. You can drink during the show because you're not in the school. And then after the fact, you drink some more. And you get messed up and you can be like Sean Sparks' buddy that was wandering around and outside of the the shamrock about to get shanked because he didn't realize where he was 
two years ago. <laughs> but it, it's a, it's a, it's dude, it's X-ray is great. So this was cool. It was great seeing everybody. But yeah, you got to go to the bar after. You're not in a, you're not in now, a self-contained. Now, when environment. you're at the bar after, was everybody still practicing proper? Um, trying to say this without uh, angering the uh, algorithms. Was everybody yes. wearing the proper face protection? Yeah, they're all wearing masks. I was yeah, we were all wearing masks while we were drinking. Uh, we were social distancing and all that good stuff. And you're right, Doc. You yeah. got to watch these algorithms, man. Bro, I don't think people realize the amount of flips and dives I have to do to this show after we record it so that the algorithms don't shut this show down. We can talk Dude. about shooting ropes on noses Dude. and all kinds of stuff. But if you start mentioning some taboo topics, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So if you mention the the crisis, there are keywords, Harper. Some of which we've just said <laughs> that are going to have to be taken out. Uh, the M A S. You finish it. Word. That word. M A S K. That triggers it. Really? Uh, oh, there's Harper. You would not imagine. You think I'm what crazy? What if you talk about the movie? That's the thing. It won't always catch it, but if you say it along with some other words around the same time, it'll flag it. Hey, Harper, what does Rey Mysterio wear to the ring when he wrestles? Face covering. Right. <laughs> That's even worse. Oh, Real? no. What the, what the yeah. fuck? Come on, dude. Let me tell y'all something. A headscarf. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. What your political affiliation is, and I'm not trying to get political, because that'll also get you flagged in this current world we live in. You don't know how many Thursday but, mornings. At, you don't know how many Thursday mornings at work. My first thing from Mike is thanks a lot for mentioning X Y Z. Now I got to go edit all that out. We might as well, if we're gonna be this hand tied, we might as well get some advertiser shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Doc. Money up in this bitch. What other thoughts you got about uh, Wildcat this weekend? It was a hell of a weekend. Arthur, were you rusty in front of a crowd? Nah, yeah. I'm used to these people. It's fair. Hubbard, yeah. Hubbard is very good on commentary, <laughs> and he's very good in front of a crowd. That's right. Damn it! But he lost his yellow belt. That kind of messed up the vibe of his outfit. Yeah, I lost my fucking belt and my good tie. So I got to go to this fucking Soul Train Fashions and, and get another belt and tie. <laughs> All right. Doc, any other thoughts before we keep moving? Um, I, I do. I think at some point we will need to revisit the night before and your little hangout with your buddies. But we should probably uh, save that for another time, don't you think? You got much up. to it, dude. I, 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 it wasn't so much I got messed up. It's just I stayed up too late. What y'all do? Y'all do shit. And... We, we were just be. I mean, I, I ain't seen these dudes in years, most of them. So, like, we would just, you know, have a few drinks. But, you know, I was. Did y'all fight some pit bulls? No. Old, old time sake. Going, Can you Come believe on. Bones Thugs is still touring? Come on. <laughs> Uh, dude, we have some ribeye, shrimp. We were eating good, man. You act like these are things that normal people don't just eat. 
<laughs> no, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying, like, I just guess when you're from the hood, sitting there drinking, you know, and having a good time. Yeah, man. Crushing Henny by the. Well, your boys Henny. drinking. Uh, what was uh, a bunch of my partners were drinking this um, this whiskey, and if I saw the bottle, I could. I can't tell you the name of it, but they were drinking whiskey. Well, there's only um, four million whiskeys on the market. Exactly. So that's why I'm. Yeah. That's why I'm like I. I can picture the bottle. I just can't remember the name of it. But there's almost as many whiskeys as there are IPAs. But at least whiskey's good. So there you go. Yeah, whiskey, Hennessy, no gin. I know you were gonna say that. Oh God. No, no black and miles. Gordon Soley's dead. Nobody drinks gin anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's just like Bud Dry. It's gone. Yeah. So well, yeah, we'll talk about we'll we'll talk about that more another time. But yes, the biggest problem was not being drunk because here's the thing: I'm not gonna drive in Metairie drunk. Uh, so yeah, especially being black. Oh, that's nice. Mm. But uh, the problem was getting in at 4 a.m. and then trying to sleep, which that just didn't happen, bro. I tossed and turned until oh, I finally could, woke bro. up. But just think, bro. When was the last time you slept in a bed where you just where you can just Spall, you know, spread eagle and have so much fucking room. Well, I have a king size bed, so I do that every night. It doesn't oh. matter. They're oh, still is... gonna fucking grapple you. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Get those. married for a while, dude. Those... <laughs> Mrs. Harper is hilarious. Yeah, that was your first time to be around her, wasn't it, Mike? She's cool, man. Harper got a good Was she ever bit the snaggle tooth that you told me she was? Wow. That's no. nice. She, Harper, <laughs> she's a trip, dude. Phil Allen was drunk trying to talk to her. <laughs> and yeah. I, I think after she, after Phil left, he was like, I don't understand a word he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. She, she, she's hilarious, man. She's cool. She's definitely the better half of that relationship, I would imagine. 100%. 100%. Uh, real quick, before we get into the NWA show from March 24th, uh, Ryan in Auburn, longtime Hall of Fame patron, bumped up his pledge recently, so I wanted to shout out Ryan. Thank you very much. And then Jason Ward, longtime listener, he signed back up on Patreon. Uh, Jason, I feel your pain. For whatever reason, I've heard from a handful of patrons that sometimes Patreon doesn't like them. I get it because I've heard enough from you. And one listener told me his... Uh, his bank actually gave him trouble for charges like Netflix, Patreon, Disney Plus, because it looked at them as like streaming services. So the bank actually kept blocking, the bank kept blocking the the service and wouldn't let the charge go through. So the bank kept blocking the charges for things like that. And I don't manage Patreon. I'm just passing along what's been told to me. Y'all yeah, ready for the fucking Hall of Fame game? Can't wait. My quarterback can't throw footballs right now. <laughs> Uh, what could go wrong? I couldn't believe that's like what is that? A fucking week away? It's Let's tomorrow. It. Isn't it's, it? tomorrow. It's, it's tomorrow. Isn't it on Thursday? Yeah, it's on Thursday. Jesus Christ. Yeah, by the time hey, this gonna, airs, it would have been a week ago. In six or seven God. months when the Super Bowl is, we're gonna look back on that day as the day it all started. And we're gonna <laughs> uh, Is there gonna be a crowd? Sure, why uh, not? I mean you just wrestled in front of people. Yeah. Oh boy. Hey, I got a story to tell next week. On next yeah. week's show, I'm taking we're this weekend we're driving up to uh 3 hours of, I you 
thought I was banned, but I'm not. We're going to Oklahoma City this weekend. We're taking uh, Little Latrell to his first concert. What is it? No, you're banned because you're banned rest from wrestling uh, events. The Oklahoma. We're, we're going to go take him to see the Foo Fighters in Oklahoma City uh, Saturday. Is it a full building? You can just. It's outdoors. It's seven thousand. Uh, seven thousand people. Well, that's not too bad. I'll have well, a. Report. That's not a lot of people for being outside. It's not. I'll have a report next week on it. Um, hey, Mike, I did is have it, a. What, what, is it? What? Is it? Is it like in a minor league baseball stadium or something? No, it's like in one of those amphitheater outdoors concert. Uh-oh. Where you have the underneath the awning, and then you have the yeah. the lawn. What you're about to say, Doc? You you were starting. Oh, to say I have something. a. I do have a um, a shout out, a Docaholic shout out uh, for tonight. Okay. Would you like to? Would you like to hear it? Sure. Well, I had to fight to get this on because Mike was like, "We're going to be talking about Wildcats, so don't waste all that other shit because we'll be on till ten o'clock if you if you do all your flips and fucking dives and shit." Because he's just as surly with me as he was with all the y'all this weekend. <laughs> but I have, I do have, I think y'all are going to get on board with this. Um, we need to shout out uh, and send some T's and P's over to uh, Fritz Von Mulkey. Uh, last week, he had to uh, do the unenviable task of putting a dog to sleep. Never, ever. The worst part of dog ownership. Am I right? That's rough. It is rough. It never gets easier. Yep. So, Fritz, uh, we're thinking about you. Well, not really, but I hope it's better. And uh, go Redskins. Wow. Great. You can't say that either. Yeah, I'm just looking to get canceled. (laughs) All Man, right. We're gonna have to just come on the air and hit the tagline from now on. <laughs> they're trying to cancel cancel us, Mike. I don't know who they are, what cancel means, but they're trying to do it. You don't know how much it actually frustrates me. Maybe you sometimes, should just quit the show. Sometimes I just want to say and not have to worry about it. But why don't you, you just know. quit the show? Why don't you quit? We can move Let's on. Let's both quit right now. Harper yeah. hit the tagline. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> uh, uh, if you appreciate the fact that there's no ads on this show, I will tell you that much. Become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt and get access to all the Patreon content. Matter of fact, I'm going to post the uh, opening of this week's show, the last 30 minutes or so, on Patreon for all the Patreon members to listen to that opening because we talked a lot about Wildcat, so that is more timely. So if you're a patron, you would have gotten it early. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Lots of content up there. Lots more coming, as we always uh, do, going through this thing called wrestling. All right, uh, let me get the video version started, Doc, and I just hit start. We're talking March 24th, 1990. By the time you hear this, I made an announcement about the video versions of these shows uh, and the issues that we're running into with Daily Motion. I don't know if it's solved at this moment, so if it's not, Damn. well, hang with me, uh, but you'll, you'll see the video version. We've just had a problem with uh, monetization and, and ads being run on our videos, so... Again, go look up the Patreon link or Patreon content that I posted related to that. Uh, probably Daily about a week motion. ago from the from this time dropping. Yeah, it's a long it's a long story. YouTube's a joke. Um, Are we on MySpace too? Fuck. Uh, Daily Motion. 
Daily Motion was actually up until about two weeks ago not a horrible place for video uploads. And what I'll do leave it at that. I don't want to say much more because this is going out to all of our listeners, and I want this behind the paywall. But right. there was a there was a problem. It's not a problem. It's they're running ads on their videos now, and you can't opt out of ads being run. That's oh, so 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 you guys sit through the whole fucking Geico ad, not skipping I, five seconds. I don't know. I haven't seen an ad yet, but I've heard from a number of listeners that ads are playing oh, on our God. Patreon videos that are on Daily Motion and YouTube. Well, that's not an option because they can decide they don't want your content there at all. Daily Motion yeah. is a little bit more of a free world. So anyway, looking into some Friendster? things. Friend, I don't even know what the hell it is. I mean, is that, that a joker? Friendster was before MySpace. Well, sounds like something I have no interest in. On that note, let's go into March 24th, 1990. The show starts with a promo from Sting. He's promising that he will be here later in the show with a promo. And we're told this show is brought to you by Castrol GTX. We eventually go to the arena. Cornette tells JR in the opening that Pillman and Z-Man are not on the format sheet. And Jim Ross runs down the rest of the card, which we will review. So let's get into the first match. Uh, we are at the Cobb County Civic Center. So I wanted to make Again, that quick huh? note. Yeah. Um, they just here, huh? So here they go there a lot. Yeah. I Doc, we were supposed to do a patron show on this, but I, I was reading that Jim Hurd thing you sent me, that somebody, that blog or whatever, this weekend. And uh, I did see, this was one of the things I noticed from that. Hurd talked about getting out of center stage and actually doing... Uh, more tapings from the the live buildings, and we've we've that reflects what we've seen here in 1990. Would you agree? I we've been would. In various arenas at this point, so they've been on the uh, road. Yeah, they've been on the road. I mean, we we do see some from. I mean, beginning of the year we saw a lot from Center Stage, and especially in '89. But well, since we've gotten to '90, we've seen a lot more on the road, or probably at least half. I'd have to look, but they're definitely on the road a lot. Uh, this, this is this is going to be a continuous uh, theme. Um, so, as we get into this show, is it just me or was the sound turned way down on this episode? It was turned down. Had uh, I yeah. fucking put my hook my headphones up to hear it. Okay. Yeah. It's not me, obviously. It's I thought I was having a stroke for a minute. I was like, holy shit, this is the end. Yeah, this this sound was very low for, for, for some strange reason. I guess we should you, know, get, you should work on that. Was. Maybe make some edits or something. Really? Yeah, I need better quality. Did I you mean, turn the volume up all the way, or are you Robert too much of a dumbass to figure that out? You're lucky he didn't break them. Yeah. Uh, tell me about it. You know, I didn't get to ask uh, Mrs. Harper this weekend how if that's how he really broke the headset, though. Boy, that would have been a fun conversation. Yeah. She would have answered. Dude, she's, she's cool, man. <laughs> she's cool. She's cool. Yeah. Oh man, you did good, Hopper. When are you gonna marry you. her? When Tomorrow. Marry her? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, we go to the first match. It's the Wild Samoans versus, or the new Wild Samoans as they're called, versus Tommy Rich and Eddie Gilbert. Uh, the yeah, um, when they came out, I don't know if y'all caught it. Doom's music was playing, and I can't play it because uh, I'll get a strike on the channel. Doom's music was playing, and I'm not sure why. Uh, but again, WCW. What do you expect? I guess. Did any? Did you catch that doc or no? Actually, I did. I did. They don't think that people would know the difference between 
Doom and SST, I guess. Yeah, ah, whatever. Yes. Where's Where's so anyway, Oliver? Y'all sitting the same thing. Where is he? Is he gone? I really don't remember. Here we go. There's the tag team. Here, let me move this over. I'm gonna look at something real quick. Doc, share your thoughts on this match while uh, while I look up. I thought Eddie Gilbert did something really neat at the beginning of the match. Uh-huh. Just by simply waving his hand at the crowd to get him into it. Now, I think they notice he has a jacket this week, but no but sunglasses but no jacket, and he found somebody to take his sunglasses. Yeah, you gotta tell Harper what you mean by that. Last year, yeah. the guy took his jacket but didn't take his sunglasses, and <laughs> Eddie Gilbert was like, what the fuck, dude? Come back. Yeah, <laughs> Hubbard, he the, the, he gives the guy his jacket, and the guy literally starts walking away. And he's so they're, like, about they're about and to Gilbert... do this. Gilbert and Eddie Gilbert gets the crowd into it. He's like looking at him like, what the fuck? See? see? Like, mess him up. Come on. He got the crowd into it by just waving his hand. Yeah, he did. That was nice. Uh, but There's Gilbert, old, I see Mike there in the crowd. Come on, Gilbert. Gilbert goes to give the the dude that he gave his jacket to the glasses, and the dude just walked away as soon as he got the jacket. So Gilbert stand, <laughs> he stands there and he goes, "What the hell, dude?" Like he's making a face, and then he just throws his glasses to the side. Uh, Humperdinck is is still here. That's what I thought. I was just trying to remember because yeah, he's gonna. Uh, somebody comes back. That's right. Somebody comes back in a few months, and Humperdinck. He's already manager. managed once. Yes, that he's already managed once. Use your imagination there. So he's still, he's definitely still here. I don't know why. I don't know why he's not on on this episode. Um. Yeah. He he was. Yeah. That don't make sense. He was on a worldwide from March four March twenty fourth. So yeah, I don't know why he's not out with them. Maybe he's just not managing anymore. Who knows? But um. Go no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you got from this? How long did they stay here? Uh, Goddamn pal pronouns. Who's they? SST. Well, they I, they kind of, I think they left for a brief time and now they're back. Oh. Welcome back. Very brief. Very brief. Mm. Very brief. You all right over there, Harper? Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. Fucking, when did they leave? When Polly left? No. After the clash, there was a brief. After the last clash, there was a brief time period, which that wasn't that long ago, where they weren't around. I thought, but I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering it. When's PN News going to get here? Soon, ain't too huh? far off. Yeah. yeah. That's when business he, really <laughs> picks up. Yo, baby. Yo, baby. Yo, baby. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your boy. Your boy and um, what you gonna call it? Uh. The Eye of Gibson and what's his name? They're gonna love that. I was wrong. The the, the Samoans they don't leave. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, no, uh, PM News. Uh, the Eye of Gibson and PM News Junior on Twitter will love that. They love PM News. Right. Uh, what else you got? What else you got from this doc? Man, at this point, these four guys are barely above Victory and Morgan, which is terrible because I know better. Yeah, especially Gilbert and and. Uh... And fucking uh, Mike's favorite guy, Tommy Rich. Well, the greatest Samoans are just—he's the greatest world champion ever. Oh yeah, the Samoans are just—they've been done wrong since the beginning. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason why they shouldn't have had a belt or two. It makes no sense, but whatever. Doc, any thoughts on how this thing ends? Yeah, I do actually. 
fucking so something TV happens. Company, fucking TV company missed the pen. <laughs> I'm trying to, I don't have a timestamp for the end of it. There it is. Yeah. So, Rich, Tommy Rich actually hits the Thez Press. Um, okay. But the the Island Boys end up winning. There it is. There's the Thez Press. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So then one of them goes to the top, lands on him, goes for the cover for the one. No, they got it. It just was the wide shot. They went yeah. the long, the wide angle. Why? Come on, bro. We've had this discussion. This TV company, they got it this all figured did, out. This didn't do a whole lot for me. No, nah, it was. They still got roots. Yeah. Oh, you and, know. And as we're going to see in a minute, uh, castor oil. Yeah. Bro, yeah, we. um. That's fucking we, Wildcat. What's that? I was in a locker room. I go take a piss in a seat in a stall of someone's feet. And they're wearing fucking ruse. <laughs> and I, was, I, thought, I was like, who in the fuck is that wearing ruse? <laughs> and who it was, was it? I get in the back, and it was Buku Dao. He's wearing fucking ruse. I said, where in the fuck did you get those? He said, he got them at Payless uh, when they were going out of business, and it was like 50% off. Jesus. Apparently, uh, Payless bought the rights to them. And they sold them there. Wow. And they were like, the shoes with, with, with the, he's like, yeah, man, they, they got this little zipper pouch you could put stuff in. He's too young to realize that's how it Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't remember that roots from the 80s. <laughs> Dude, what size did he wear? A size four? They were small, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> no. I, I oh thought God. it was, uh, what's his name's daughter? That's how small the fucking feet were. I mean, he's only five foot two or whatever he is, man. Yeah. But he's built. I will tell you that. Yeah. yeah Harper, you would have had a you you would have been happy the last couple was it last week, Doc, or the week before, where they actually hit the ring apron, said WCW on it, and what? Yeah, when they were, where were they? Were they up in Pennsylvania? Altoona, yeah. They had a ring yeah, apron. They actually, they ring, they actually branded the ring apron. Yeah. Said WCW on it. You'd have been happy. Not this week, though. Not this week. Harper comes back and they don't have the brand management together. We keep going and we go to a promo with Doom and Teddy Long. Uh, I don't actually have nothing from this, Doc. Did you? Nope. Yeah, it was pretty meat yeah. and potatoes. And yeah. this is toned down, Teddy. If you, uh, if you How haven't, much does Bill Allen look like Teddy Long. No. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't. Scraps looks like Teddy Long. Not oh, hundred percent. I can't. I can't deal with it. Yeah. But uh, this is meat and potatoes. Teddy Long was funny last week with the boxing and all the stuff he was saying. And this is what y'all were talking about. Castro high performance action of the week. Uh, the winners are the Steiner brothers from mm -hmm. uh, their match or their recent match, I should say. Doc, any thoughts on the Castro high performance winner of the week? I prefer the spam slam. Spam slam. Pam with the spam slam. I remember they had those. They used to have those Castro commercials nonstop during wrestling. They sure did. But remember that they showed the engine and it starts getting hot. Yep. They what played when it. That happens. They played it, Harper. They played it over and over from for years. I mean, it was like the Alka Seltzer commercials now on this stuff. Yeah. Non stop. 
Yeah. Uh, so we go. We keep moving, and we go to the next match, which is the Minnesota Wrecking Crew number two, which I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody out there, Mike Enos and Wayne Bloom versus Pat Rose and Robbie Idol. We've been seeing Pat Rose and Robbie Idol a lot lately. The Minnesota Wrecking Crew number two, uh, they win with an arm bar like Ole would do back in the day, and I got to tell you, the crowd is very, very quiet. Uh, yeah, bro. Doc. Uh, Lynn Harper, let me throw it to you first. What did you think of this? That shit don't match. Uh, they got a red mask, but the but the tights are blue. Yeah, black boots, blue tights, black stripe, red mask. Fuck. Someone educate me on this. Okay, Harper's done with this. <laughs> no, <Doc. laughs> I'm, I don't know. Fuck, I'll say man, they got purple and gold for the fucking Vikings or something. Something that says Minnesota. That Minnesota golf gopher kind of dull red and yeah, with the yellow. Yeah, in Minnesota, the land of a thousand, a thousand lakes. lakes. Are, yeah, are they trying yeah. to? Is the blue supposed to be like water? I don't know, man. Well, then what the fuck's the red? I have no idea. That's why I said the that. fucking just... twins, maybe. I don't know. They just red and blue. Uh, not to play spoiler, but I'm just gonna let it out. I think they are done with this team. According, I'm looking at the results. To be frank, uh, according to this, it looks like in April. So I don't, I don't... remember this. I didn't remember well, it either when I was rewatching it. They're also at this time the AWA World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Damn, the AWA's still around? Well, yeah, yeah. It's around for like another year or two. Because I remember at this time watching it on ESPN after school. Well, they, they're they only here for a short time period, as the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, I mean. But, yeah, we're, we're you know, about a month of them. and My whole thing around. here was that Ole was like, got one taste of the Steiners and was like, I'm ready to be a manager. Yeah. yeah, we talked. He really did. I mean, if you haven't watched the or not a patron and haven't listened to us review that, it's very evident. Oli's like, bro, I'm done with this. <laughs> he got picked up off his feet and didn't know it was coming and got treated like an old man out there. Yeah, Harper, like Scott Steiner basically picks him up for one of his uh, types of suplexes and he just straight leg, strong armed him up and Oli couldn't do nothing. And looked like it. And look like, damn, this kid's about to take me for a ride. Uh, and Scott had no trouble because he's so powerful. Uh, near the end of this match, again, the crowd is quiet. They're just, they could yeah. give, they don't give a damn about these two. And I understand that they, they're seeing them for the first time. It's like, what do we, you know. Eh. But near the end of the match, I'm not sure if a fan jumped the barricade, but something happened when they panned out to the wide shot. Because there's a commotion. Uh, you see it kind of right there. Watch, watch right here to the right. Watch when they pan out. You'll you'll see it. Something goes down. See how everybody's running to that corner? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know what happened, but it's somebody like. Dropped their, somebody dropped all their food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. I got nothing else from it, Dr. You. Hey, look at, look at uh, Oli right there. He's got suspenders and a belt on. 
get ready. That's his uh, 1990s look from here on out for the most part. I swear he's got this on every time. Those look like some slacks you would buy at Sears. They probably were. They probably were. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you, Hopper, I bet your dad used to go to that Sears on Veterans. I used view. to get shit from there. No, I mean, when he, you know, back in the day when he was working. Like, by, by, he was like, work clothes from there. Like, oh, yeah. Know. I used to get mine from there. Oh, no, don't get me wrong, man. Sears used to have some. I used to go there and JC Penney's on a weekend and get my fucking slacks and dress shirts. Where do you go ties. now? Huh? Where do you go now? Fuck. Uh, JC Penney's is, is still there. That's have you it, seen man. Hopper dress lately? No. <laughs> That's right. You've never seen him in person. Harper was making fun of me Saturday night, and he's because he, a... let me guess, let me guess, Harper was uh, he wearing a stupid fucking hat? No. Were you wearing a hat? I didn't have a hat on. Okay, so no. what was he wearing that was worthy of this? He had a collar shirt on. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. I had a. Did you say a college shirt or a collared? Collared. Collared. Oh, okay, fair enough. Collared shirt on. You? Cargo pants. Shorts, you mean? I didn't pants on. Because yeah, you were making you were making fun of a. Uh, I have a spot on my leg where I don't have hair, and he's. Oh yeah, making fun bro. Of me. What the fuck is that about? What's bro? that about? I don't know. I guess I have ringworm or something. That, Doc? <laughs> no. There's a spot like above his, like between his calf and his ankle. There's no fucking hair. That's it's just... like he put nair just right there. <laughs> <laughs> what is that for real he has alopecia of the lower leg <laughs> <sighs> let's go to Ole and Arm with the Minnesota Wrecking Crew after their match you know Ole you made your intentions very clear not only do you want to break uh, Scott Steiner's arm but then take the world tag team championships from the Steiners I know that's your motivation but there's still a cloud of mystery surrounding this team Jim Cornette brought this up are these men related to you I don't think that's any of your business one way or the other. All you have to know and all the Steiners have to know is that this is what they're going to have to contend with. And I'll tell you what, everybody looks at the Steiners and they say, as good as they are, what chance? Does Ole Anderson, what chance is the Horseman? And what chance this Minnesota record crew number two going to have against two of the greatest collegiate wrestlers in the world? Well, let me tell you, there's a big difference between collegiate wrestling and professional wrestling. And I think we said it before, there's an even greater difference in the Anderson and the Horseman philosophy of professional wrestling than the rest of the professional wrestlers. And I know, and you know, that Mr. Steiners, I'm talking about Rick and Scott, have the idea that when you go out and wrestle like they did in college, you try to be nice to somebody and do it the fair way, do it like a sportsman. Well, I'll tell you, there's no place for that kind of wrestling in professional wrestling, and there's no way that the philosophy of the Andersons is that way. We know that we have to win, and whatever it takes. You think I'm kidding you? Think back a few years ago to Gene, sacrificed. Now Arn is in the hospital. I'll tell you what, we're not going to stop until those world tag belts are around these boys' waist. There you hear it from Ole Anderson, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll be back with Norman and Cactus Jack right after this. So wait, Arn's in the mm -hmm. hospital? Not that I knew of, but okay. <laughs> I'm confused. 
Well, uh, my note was Ole is this is their gimmick is dumb, but man, he's a prick and it's colossal. Yeah, he's easy. He's to... a big red swollen dick. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hopper, any thoughts on Ole right and there? And if you cheese grater his balls, he'll shoot a rope at you. Oh, what? What the hell is that supposed to mean? I know. I've been listening to the Sopranos podcast, and there's a point where Ralphie liked to have a cheese grater on his balls. Oh. Are you kidding? You don't remember that? No. No. I remember when he liked to be be pegged. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Like that but was his this thing. Part where that the horse owner lady, the the artist girl, was like, "Oh, I broke up with him. He's weird. Last night he wanted me to like take a cheese grater to his balls." No. Oh. And I said no, oh. and he just went in the bathroom and jerked off. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a weird this fetish. Morning. Got myself a gun. Rare, rare, rare. I have been waiting for a couple of weeks now to get to what we're about to talk about. We got Norman and Mike Rotunda right here. About to cut a promo. Let's go to right now. To World Championship Wrestling. Norman and Captain Mike Rotunda had some interesting comments to make before we went on the air about Norman's new friend who's in a black box. Hey, you know something, <laughs> Captain Mike Rotunda? I got a, a big surprise, you know? I went and got a big box now, you know, I can put all my toys and everything in there, but it's a bit, it's what, it's really big, you know, it's, I'm not sure how big it is, I forgot now, because I, I made it myself, you know, but I use a lot of nails too, but, uh, and some gum and, and some everything to keep it together, but it's big, I can put all my toys and friends and everybody in there, I have some friends in the hospital that even might fit in there. Do you think Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan know what's in that box? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, maybe it'd be a good surprise for him if you showed him sometime. <laughs> yeah, it's a big surprise, I'll tell you. It's a, I can't wait to see their surprise face when they see what's in this box. Well, it, you and I have been buddies from way back here, Norman. I think you should tell me what's in the box. <laughs> no, I'm not telling you. You can either. tell the captain. No, it's a surprise. Well, being that we're real good buddies, I think, well, maybe you could tell me. I'll keep a good secret. <laughs> no, let's not tell, tell anybody. Let's not tell nobody. From New... <laughs> Hopper, <laughs> please tell me, what do you think about this buffoon with the Ninja Turtle mask and, and stinging his... And, I mean, Cornette said it the best. He said exactly what the fuck I was thinking. What's that? This guy's from Syracuse. He went to college and everything, and he's hanging out with this fucking guy. I thought Mike Rotunda was looking at him like, you know, if I did the Von Eric thing, this would all be over. I'm just thinking he he was so much better. And now he looks like the fucking tidy bowl guy. Bro, this shit runs in the family. His him and his kids deserved better than they ever get from wrestling promotions. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't I don't know this how is, to think this is, is this head. is this is inexplicably bad. Yeah. I don't I I don't know. I don't have the words to describe how stupid Norman looks with the yeah. Ninja Turtle all the way. 
with the fucking size stuck in the fucking head thing and Yep. I guess he's Raphael. Is that who was the red ninja turtle? Yeah. He's got yeah. merch. Look at his shirt. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's got a shirt. It's, he's got what? What's the shirt say? It's a Norman shirt. Oh, I thought you were saying something else. <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Hurd, do we have our sting shirt ready yet? No, but we've got Norman. <laughs> the kids love him. I, what, I actually doesn't like a like a fat idiot. Did you mute yourself, Doc? We can't hear you. Last thing, what? Last thing, you you broke up. You said last thing we heard was "fat idiot," and that was it. Well, I said everybody likes a fat idiot from the mental hospital, especially kids. And and Rotunda's like we've been buddies from way back. Three weeks is not a way back. This is. This, this is, is all just so stupid, bro. <laughs> it's this, gonna get. This is. This is. This is indie refic. This is the shit. Norman tells Rotunda he's got a big box to keep his toys and friends in, and Rotunda asked if Cactus and Sullivan know what's in the box, and he says no, but it will surprise them. On that note, we go to Mike Rotunda versus Ned Brady. Uh, Jr. and Corny are talking about Norman's attire. Jr. tells Corny. That he's supposed to be a ninja turtle, which I guess was kind of topical at the time. So Norman is out there with Rotunda, and Norman has this big box out there with him as well. Rotunda is going to win with the airplane spin. We've seen him do that before. That was my notes from this outside of Norman just being a goof on the outside. Doc, what do you have? More than I had. And they, and they called them the teenage super ninja turtles or something. Yeah, they were. These were old, out of touch guys trying to sound hip. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Harper. What? Cole Hamels is signed with the Dodgers. Yeah, I saw that. Y'all are signing everybody. Leave some players for the other teams. Well, sorry. If you don't want me to talk about current baseball, don't show me this Mike Rotunda garbage. Okay. This shit went a long time, so I fast forwarded a bunch. Yeah. It did go a while. I mean, they. Yeah. I mean, when, you know, we'll see, like, it's Ned like nasty. six. It's like six or seven I minutes. Was like, and someone. Nasty Ned Brady's getting some run here. It was like six to seven minutes, and someone will say, well, that's not long. It's uh, a good bit of time for uh, Rotunda. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, just for me. But. Um, he's a fucking sailor. Why is he a sailor now? What about you says nautical? Right. <laughs> Besides Boogie. That, maybe he wears the cologne. Boogie. <laughs> nothing about you. By the way, Adam Price was telling me this weekend, he's like, I don't know how many people get that bit, but I get it and I love it. That shit, that is one of the greatest stand-up shows you'll ever see. Agree. Kings of Comedy. Well, um, this... Prom- this match the was out of here. Horrendous, Harper's, Harper's and that box mad. looks like it's about to fall apart at any second. Yeah, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the Just box? Just wait. You're right. Do... No, I don't. Come on. What? What do you want? You I don't seven? remember. 
What's the greatest that? movies of all time. Seven. Mm, never heard of it. Jesus. Jesus Christ. It's got Brad Pitt <laughs> and Morgan Freeman in it. Who are it's they? It's not like it's some indie turd mud show bullshit. Yeah. Who are they? It's, it's, it's fucking out like it's Time Bandits. Time Bandits is really good. <laughs> I love having I love having discussions with Mike about everything except wrestling because it's ridiculous every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well we'll keep moving because boy, the Road Warriors say some things that uh will get them canceled nowadays. Here it is. When it comes to stocks, you talk to the precious one. When it comes to wrestling. You talk to the hawk or the animal, because the bottom line is they know how to beat people up. They take no names, and they take no prisoners, because it doesn't matter. Right, hawk? Hey, do you ever thought about perhaps getting another occupation, one you could do a lot better at? It's like, well, it's pushing a broom, pumping gas, anything, just anything to get out of having to be in the occupation you're in because there are no benefits. You well know that when you're in the ring against us. And you better hope you have good benefits. At least a $250 to $500 deductible on your health insurance, you measly punks. Because we're sick and tired of looking at you from across the ring. Right? Ron Simmons in the street. Ain't no secret. There ain't a lot of love lost between you and me, and it ain't gonna be no different in the ring. This is a captain's match, and I ain't ever lost one yet. You may have been a great big-time football star, but this is professional wrestling. This is down and dirty, and it's a fight, and I don't plan on losing to you or you and Butch together, no matter what Teddy Long throws at us. Ron Simmons, you're going down. Okay, um... Wow. A little stiff right there from Hawk, Doc. What do you think? One. Hmm. What about pushing uh, the broom? Man. Come on. Seriously? I was just enthralled by the ideal of a $500 deductible. Yeah. Boy, that, that, that'll I'll get a lot that. of people. I take that these I days. Can I sign up for that for the rest of my life? Please. <laughs> Keep going. What else you got I from mean, it? And then we're going to talk about this sign. Did you think it was racist, what he was saying? Hell yeah. Why can't white people push brooms? What if we want to do that? I didn't think, I didn't take it that way. A pump I gas. Give, I don't give a damn if you want to push broom or pump gas. That's right, your prerogative. So I think you're just but looking to be offended. directing it at two black men and specifically citing those occupations Certainly sounds like they were pushing the race card. I'm oh, just I on. think you need to get out of here with your critical race theory. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Stop. Oh, that's what Stop. that is. Stop. <laughs> you you are gonna piss somebody off with that comment. That was Harper had the best line though. What? He said, Oh, that's what that is. <laughs> oh, like he just figured it out. You can't edit that out. Now it was funny. Nah, I'm editing that out. That's got to go. That's got to go. No, I can't. Come on. I got to edit that out, man. Well, I'm tired of being canceled. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Are being discriminated against. So, what other thoughts you? I, I mean, that's a racist promo. You, you're in denial if you think otherwise. I ain't mad at it. It's wrestling, but it's, I was it's, enthralled by the five hundred dollar deductible. To be honest, yeah. What's the average one now? Uh, my family deductible is probably sixty five hundred. Yeah, mine's a little mine's mine's a little less than that, but yeah, it's ridiculous. I it's go in there after like every night before bed, and I yell at my kids, "Don't get sick." Yeah, yep. don't fuck up. You're don't on your helmet back on. We can't afford it. <laughs> You're on your own. Whatever you, you do, be healthy, get yourself. a job. <laughs> Preferably with some extra benefits. Let's keep moving. We go to Cactus Jack versus Paul Drake. Some poor sap with the sugars is holding a sign on the front row that says Cactus Jack's Health Club. He's got a sting hat on, huh? It looks like a sting hat, yeah. Why has he got the sugars? What's that mean, the sugars? He's shaking? Diabetes. That's what white people call the diabetes. Remember when Ron Wright and Smoky Mountain said that? He called it the sugars? It was very early, Smoky Mountain. That's, that's such a country. I, I, actually, I actually didn't know at the time when he said it. You had to educate me, Doc, like you educate me on everything. That's you're true. Like, I am, I am like, your friend and your mentor. He was like, he, he's talking about diabetes. I go, what? I, I'd never heard that before. Okay. Yeah, And black people. I don't even know what you just said, so I'm going to keep moving. Black people and country southerners call diabetes the sugar or the sugar diabetes. Okay. I'm not trying to be funny there. That's a factual statement. Yeah. Well, any thoughts on the Cactus Jack Mental Health Club sign? I had a better thought on Paul Drake's helmet, that headband he had on. He's trying to get himself over real hard. Look at that. He looks good. And he he's got a he's got a decent look for he's that got time. Hand. He's built. Mm-hmm. Looks like he belongs in there. Yeah. We were talking about I don't know if it was last week or week before that. We brought him up a few times. There he got is. a good look. So yeah, the sign says Cactus Jack's Health Club. Kevin Sullivan is at ringside with what I'd call a butcher's apron, and no surprise since he's the leader of Sullivan's Slaughterhouse. Cactus is going to do his elbow drop on the concrete, which every time we see it. I believe you want to do 30.05. All right, let's see. So, hold on. I think I might have went too far. All right, we're at 29.55, so it's coming up in about 10 seconds. We've got to get out of the ring now. Yep. See, Dave? Elbow. That's the, you know, off the apron. Well, first. Close lines them. Oh, the clothesline first. Gotcha. That look, yeah. That's a great visual because I don't think that hurt anybody. No. No, that's an easy one. That's nothing. But it looks ridiculous. So that's awesome. Especially when Cactus goes flying over with him. Right. And Cactus can't just leave the padding down. He's got to <laughs> remove the padding before he drops the elbow, which just tells that's you he just fun. loves the pain. Yeah. He's going to oh, position let just, him. And... Let me get you positioned right here on this cold, wet floor. <laughs> you see what Cactus is doing there? He keeps rolling in to break the 10 count. Breaking the count. I yeah. love that. No one does that anymore. They... Oh, God, God dang it. 
It hurts. Would you say that time in Smoky Mountain when you you see like Paul Lee do that butt drop? You you just feel the yeah all the way up your spine. I mean that leg drop off the top rope. I, I don't know how Bobby Eaton did it all the years. Yeah, he did fuck it. that, man. Well, fuck it's, all of it. Yeah, I mean, you can that. you can get on the second rope and do that, and you're gonna scream when your ass hits. You can be like, oh. That top rope's even worse. I mean, it feels like you're, you're, it feels like you break your tailbone every time you do it. But all right, we keep moving. And any other thoughts? Cactus is, uh, you know, he makes, he beats Paul. I Drew. love it Anything when else? he rolls out of the ring and Sullivan's slapping him. Sullivan loves slapping him. It's true. Any other thoughts? Harper, you got anything else before we keep moving? Nah. Uh uh-uh. uh. All right. Uh, I, Doc, Sullivan cuts a promo, and all I got from my notes is this meat and potatoes. It's pretty basic. I don't have anything from it. Did you have anything? My note was decent. Yeah. It's nothing special. And it's yeah. Not the usual when you're talking about Sullivan, which is odd. So after that, there is a segment missing. Hey, I listened to his podcast today, and he took another piss on the air. Whoa. Who, goddamn pal, who? Who was he? Kevin Sullivan. Oh, okay. He's turned that into a weekly bit. That's his trademark? Yeah, it used to be yours, but you let him take it. What the fuck? Maybe you should start bringing a golden spike to the ring. I want to start shit now. (laughs) Okay. It's always classy around here. (laughs) Take a dump on him, girl. Plop. Um, oh God! <laughs> in the Imagine hearing that. <laughs> you remember when they when they shared that video that was supposed to be like Tessa Blanchard taking a shit? God, that was the worst. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to listen to that? There's some weird people in this world with There's weird faces. People are garbage. Ugh. That's what I think. Hopper. There's nothing sexy about poo. No. Nothing. There's nothing. nothing. Not in the <laughs> least bit. There's nothing sexy about poo. It took us six a bumper sticker. It took us six years to come to this, but we found one thing that we can all agree on. I used to I used to notice uh this, this chick that was in the wrestling business. Oh no. And no. she I believe she was one of them dominatrix. At least that's what she said. And she told us this story one time in the locker room. And she was like, you'd be surprised. There's people who pay me good money to take a shit on their chest. Cleveland Steamer. And I I, I don't get it, Hopper. I mean, what is she on? Have to hey, shit? hey, hey, do you, is that, do you think I get it? That's gross, dude. Yeah. Uh, That's fucking I mean, gross. Disgusting. Ugh. Uh, just the yeah, worst. And you're right, Hopper. What if you don't have to go? You just got to wait. You just sit it's, there. You do the G.G. Allen thing. You get some X-Lax and you just. You can't do that because then it comes out watery. So? I don't know if they want watery stuff. I think they just want a log on their chest. <laughs> yeah, they want a big old fat just plop. Don't <laughs> pretend to know the mind of a poop man. It's uh. disgusting. Along with everything. Poop, man. Come right, get so, you with your ass. 
There's, there's a Who segment missing because JR starts talking about it and then we cut immediately to Flair and Woman. And based on my research, the segment that's missing appears to be Flair versus Morton that was taped March 13th, 1990. Oh, yeah, they said they were going to show yeah, that. I was like, where's this match? I want to yeah. see that. I forgot so, they said about it. What the, what the Who fucking recorded this? Oh, so it was shit. Flair yeah, versus the, Morton. It took place March 13th at in Columbus, Georgia. Uh, Flair won the match. And uh, my research said that Ric Flair pinned Ricky Morton at the 1553 mark by grabbing the ropes for leverage to block a sunset flip attempt. And uh, apparently Chris Cruz and Terry Funk provided the commentary for the match. But it says that's what they clipped out. Now the version we have doesn't have it, but man... Ricky Morton versus Ric Flair, 15 minutes. I would have taken that on this yeah. show. Fuck, that would make this an A. Yeah. Right. Here's the other thing. When did woman turn into a goth? Well, well. Look at her, man. She's wearing all the white makeup and shit. Yeah, Rick the must, eyebrows. Rick must be keeping her up too late at night. She looks good to me, so let's go to her and Flair right now. He's probably losing her with that fucking baby arm. That's nice. Now as you walk that out, as you project that massive body to the wrestling world, you have told not only yourself, but Sting, but the legions of fans that really believe you're a big deal, that you can beat Ric Flair. You've implied that if it had not been for the Anderson jumping on Sting, that you would have beat me at WrestleWar. Not a chance. Remember, to be the man, pal, you got to beat the man. And that's one, two, three, or it's a submission. And Ric Flair, the man that has dominated the sport, the man that has ridden in limousines, flown in jet airplanes, and wooed. <laughs> the most beautiful women on the face of this earth is telling you, pal, that we together are custom made. We're the hottest thing in this sport, in all of sports today. I'm the world champion, <laughs> and this is woman. And what we give the wrestling public is nothing less than the very best, because I know each and every day of my life that I'm Ric Flair and I'm the best and she knows she's woman the most beautiful creature on the face of this earth so look her ha ha whether you like it or you don't like it learn to love Woo! I thought that was good but that this promo made me really miss the studio because it would have came across better with just the little bit of fans that were in there, 100, 100 fans or so. But, Doc, what did you have from that? I agree with that point. Um, yeah. I feel like Rick is sort of – Rick's not into the Luger thing, I don't think. You think that's what it is? Yeah. I don't know. He just doesn't have that same – I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. You think he's just going through the motions? Not in the ring. No, but 
with the promo? It's not as much. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it was Maybe a good promo, a, though. Okay, would you let your wife go on the road and be Ric Flair's valet? No. Uh, negative. <laughs> so, so he and Sullivan are buddies. I mean, I'm sure Sullivan's making there. all those towns, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, it's not like they're rooming together. Okay. Dude, Flair's got his pick at a litter. I mean, I'm not saying he wouldn't want woman, but there's 15 others every city every night. So, woman just rolls tape. I got it. Mm -hmm. Harper, you got any thoughts on Flair there? Not really. See, Harper agrees with me. I mean, it was like a meat and potatoes Ric Flair promo. Everybody's cutting Ric but everybody's cutting meat and potatoes because they're not in front of real people feeding off that that like Mike energy. said. Yeah, it's the energy that you get from the from the crowd. Like Luger cut a great one last week in the crowd, the reaction. Flair's cutting them in front of the the gray screen, not the gray screen, but the gray background. And then they go to Luger, who's in the arena, and the fans are reacting similar to how they're going to do here. Although last week was better, but I just think he, he when you do it in front of a crowd. The energy is there. It's just not the same when you're just sitting in front of the camera. And don't get me wrong. I understand they used to do local promos like that, but it's different. It's just different, and that's where you need that energy. On that note, let's go to Luger now. Uh, listen to his promo. United States heavyweight champion, the total package Lex Luger, and the number one contender for the heavyweight championship of the world. I know you've got a big match coming up within hours with a nature boy. I want to wish you the very best of luck. You're in awesome condition. What are your thoughts leading into your next event with Ric Flair? I am in the best shape of my life, Jim Ross. And you know there's been a disease in the NWA that has built and it's grown for a long, long time. I've got a name for it, Jim Ross. It's called flaritis. It makes you just a little bit sick to your stomach. You want it to go away, but it never seems to. Well, Jim Ross, there is a cure for flaritis, and it has caused euphoria across the country. Not for Lex Luger, but for the cure. And Ric Flair, Right here and get a shot of this. Bring the camera down. This, right here, nature boy, right there, is the cure for fluoritis. You know, nature boy says that diamonds are forever. But nature boy, that is true. But your title reign as world heavyweight champion is not, and that's a promise. There you hear from the total package, Lex Luger, ladies and gentlemen. And when we come back, it's going to move this facility. You can count on it. Road Warrior Animal and Ron Simmons one-on-one when we come back. Uh, so you heard Luger there. He he mentions, uh, or JR mentioned, Flair versus Luger in a few hours. They actually wrestled in St. Louis that night at the Keel Auditorium in front of a reported 4,500 people. So I think it's about half full for that building. So I wanted to mention that. Uh, Luger, uh, Flair pinned Luger that night. But anyway... Ole did interfere and hit Luger with woman's high heels, according to the results I looked up. Doc, what are your thoughts on the promo, though? I would have assumed that the cure for flaritis would have been a shot of penicillin. Oh. 
So you saying Flair was passing around diseases? Come on. I'm confused. What are we getting at here? What do you think? I'm I'm asking you to tell me what what you're saying. What do you What do you think? I'm asking you to tell me what you're saying. What do you think? Say Popper, it. any thoughts on the promo? I thought it was a very good promo. Mm, exactly. Doc's over there playing around about diseases and flaritis and penicillin. Penicillin. Because he got nothing better to do with his time over there. It's ridiculous. You're right. I am t- angry these days, Doc. You are. You have a real problem. You should talk to somebody. Now, if only we had a sponsor to throw it through, that would have been a great lead in. No, no. <laughs> we do have a sponsor. It's called tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. If you like the fact that we don't stuff this damn show worth of, uh, with an hour worth of ads every week, you can become a patron. Like There's that, a certain that... chubby friend of ours that has gotten out of control with a number of ads. Yeah, but you can... But the good thing is on on Spotify, you just keep hitting 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, and okay. It's still a pain in the ass. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, Harbor, any other thoughts on Luger? I agree with you. I thought it was great. No. I thought it was good, I should say. It was uh, a Doc, good any, promo. Yeah. Doc, anything from you? No, I thought it was a good promo. I mean, I think, like we said, Luger is is stepping up to the challenge. I just don't know that Flair sees him as the challenge. I mean, yeah, they've had good matches, so it's, that's not the problem. But but you got to remember that was supposed. This whole thing is supposed to be Sting, but Sting got hurt. So maybe there's something to what you're saying, and he's just, eh. Yeah, you think Sting's pissed seeing all this happen? I'm sure he's not happy about the injury and the fact that he lost, you know, that spot at that time. He's yeah. not that he's not that it's not going to happen for him, but you know, when you're young. What's that? Another four months away? Four months feels like a lifetime. And he got hurt in yeah. February, so that's five months. We'll keep moving, though. We go to the next match. Uh, we got Real Warrior Animal versus Ron Simmons in this match. The announcer says this is a special challenge captain's match. I, I don't know if we needed a special challenge, but they do this frequently. They did it last week with whatever that match was they did. Um these animal and Ron Simmons are just two big freaking horses, man. Yeah. This is fucking, I don't know. How would you describe this? It's like uh, a, uh, two heavy object. It's like the hog fighting the thing. What does that mean? What's Come the on. thing? What's the thing? From the, the Fantastic in the, Four? From the Fantastic Four, even I know that shit. The Bruh. big rock guy. You know I am not a comic book dude. Jesus fucking Christ. The thing. <laughs> the thing. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Mayonnaise. <laughs> the fuck? I told you, if it's not classic wrestling or maybe a couple of sports that he's not mad at at the time, you can't have a conversation with this guy anymore. God damn. I could tell you a lot about college and college football and NFL, too. I bet you could. That's what I just said. Sports you're not mad at at the time. (laughs) All right. Well, again, we got this match. These two, let me be powerful, man. Can you go back to 39-15 at the beginning for me? I just talked about this week when you do this to me. Go back. Motherfucker. 
All right, Mike, we're at 3908. Harper, tell me when the camera flips around. What are those cops standing there all thinking? Oh, no. No, God, don't. No, Harper. Oh, yeah. The, no, stop. No. Hat. Go back. So, so I got, Why do you need with, that many police officers standing watch there? Watch this guy's hat. What guy? What? Oh, him yeah. right there to the left? That's yeah. who they're talking to. That is where the Look fight broke out, too, earlier in the show. Yeah, that's you true. See? Look that's at all Mike's these mustaches. People. Every one of those cocksuckers has a, I mean, fine men has a, I mean, has a mustache. <laughs> he's, trying mustache. Get, he's trying to get heat. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he just triggered somebody. I know you did. No, no, you got to back the blue. Come on. <laughs> he yeah. Just, he just, he, now he it's triggered some. Line. Now he triggered the other half. <laughs> BLM. He triggered the BLT. other half again. BLT. You're triggering other, everybody other tonight. Vegetarians are mad at me. Yeah. Because I put bacon on the sandwich. Shut up and play football. Hit the, hit the, <laughs> shut up and podcast. Wait, what? Hit the tagline. <laughs> okay, uh, back to the match. So, like, like where, Doc said, man. Teddy here. Uh, well, he's coming out. Did you? That's you must have right. fast forwarded. So during the match, hey, we. Hey. Party people. Right Crowd's into this shit. Well, yeah. I mean, Hawk's coming down. And now they're reacting because Reed came out. Now Hawk's coming out. So, again, during the match, Reed works his way to ringside. And then, as you just seen on the Patreon video, if you're a Patreon, on, Patreon of ours at tinyurl.com, so Patreon BTT, Hawk works his way to ringside. Uh, Ellering was already out there. Uh, you don't see him much, but he is. Corny speculates that Teddy Long, a.k.a. Scraps, must have been kidnapped. I don't know what made Corny say that. Uh, they don't wrestle for long, though. The ref calls for a DQ when Reed interferes when he pulls on Animal's leg when Animal hits the ropes. And that's when Teddy Long comes running out out of nowhere and hits Ellering in the head with a foreign object. The crowd, like you said earlier, Doc and Hopper, they, they were into this. And they, they came unglued when when Ellering, uh, when that, you know, he got hit with the foreign object. I think this was the loudest they've been this entire taping at this point. It's not a long yeah. taping so far, but yeah, they, they were so. loud. So, Doc, what other thoughts do you have about this? Uh, because this, this was, was good. good. This was a good big man match. It is what you would have expected it to be. And I think that with where we're going with the storyline, the ending was pretty predictable, so it wasn't like it was unexpected. No, well, yeah. I'll, take, disappointing. I'll take that. Yeah. If it's good, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's good. The, the problem is the stipulation that Teddy Long and Ellering are going to have when they finally do quote-unquote wrestle that's what's dumb it's either at a pay-per-view or clash i can't remember i watched it a while back i think uh shivani covered it on his show so anyway um yeah this was good you know you got to look i i see this all the time harper says it all the time doc you do too back in the day when we fell in love with wrestling this is what we fell in love with two big bastards beating the piss out of each other yeah and that's what this is. I mean, they're not hitting each other with chairs and foreign objects, but they're laying it in. There was a couple of power slams. It just looked good. And again, you see these two guys, and to Hopper's point, talking about modern wrestling, you look at them, and if you walked into Time Saver, Exxon, wherever, a convenience store, and you saw these two guys, I actually think Hopper used Ron Simmons as an example when he said this. You'd yeah. go, God damn, that's a professional wrestler. You walk around nowadays and some of the most of the guys in the wrestling business you wouldn't think twice if they were somebody 
And that's the point we want to make when we're looking at this match. Doc, any other thoughts before we uh, move on? I agree. Yeah. I was trying to get to the leg hole. Look, look, there it is. When Reed pulls animal, animal goes down like he's dead. Hey, look at Teddy. Look at look at Scraps running in there. Boom. Run, run, run. See you later. Uh, he doesn't wait. He goes. So that's it. All right. After this match, Jim Ross is going to throw us to a replay of Sting at Russell War 90 when he came out with the crutches. I got nothing from it. Doc, I feel like I need to play Sting's promo just to piss you off, though. Which one? This one right here. We're back here live, ladies and gentlemen, here on TBS. The man of the hour back here on World Championship Wrestling. It's great to see you back here, my friend. I'll tell you something. A lot of people, including Nature Boy Ric Flair, say you're never going to be the same, but we're going to talk about that. I know the fans are interested in your rehabilitation. How's it going? How's the training going? What's your days like now? Well, you know, part of therapy, I do therapy every day, and part of therapy is not only physical therapy, but mental therapy. So the first thing I do is mental therapy, and I get up in the morning, and I throw darts at the wall. <laughs> and Ric Flair's face is where I'm throwing the darts, you know? That's good therapy mentally for the stinger. It helps me to take out some of my aggressions as far as the physical therapy. I got to bend the leg. I got to ride a stationary bike. I got to tighten up the quad muscles and just slowly but surely work my way into a groove again. As Flair has said, he said to you, if you come back, you'll never be the same. What are your comments to that remark? Rick says I'll never be the same if I come back. That's what he says. He said you'll be a, you're a shell of your former self. I got to be honest with you, I'm not going to be the same when I come back. I'm probably going to be even more wild and probably stronger and probably faster. I know one thing for sure, I'm going to be a lot madder, Ric Flair, and I'm going to be oh so ready to get in your face, pal. <laughs> it is a Sting Hall ladies and gentlemen. Next week, we'll show you a special feature of Sting training right here. It's great to see you again, my friend. Good to see you too, Rossi. Good to be here in front of all these people, live and in color, and next to the ring. Woo! Fans will be right back on World Championship Wrestling, the Midnight Express. They're coming up next. I had to play it for the scream. Doc, your thoughts? No, what are your thoughts? You know what I think. <laughs> I think it made me laugh, just like you heard Hopper and I laughing from the promo. I think he's the reason why this promotion never went anywhere. That's nice. What do you think, Hopper? Ah, boy. That was bad. That was bad, yeah. Hopper, wasn't it? It's just Sting. Ugh. Hollering. <laughs> like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and he's going to work out his brain. He's the poster boy for maybe we should write this down and have a script. <laughs> I don't disagree. When he first started in with the dartboard, I was like, what is he? Where is he going with this? <sighs> oh, okay. We'll keep moving. After Sting's promo, the Midnight Express versus Bob Cook and Zan Panzer happens. Uh, Z-Man and Pillman come out to take back their belts at one point in this, but... Remember, the, the, the Express, they have the U.S. tag belts, not because they won them, but because they stole them. They're not really the champs. Besides Doom and the Road Warriors, which, you ju which we just saw, 
the Midnight Express get the reaction of the night, in my opinion, because they came out and there were, I thought, a lot of boos, but there were also a lot of cheers. Yeah, there was. I mean, they just get a good reaction. It is what it is. You could say everybody hated them, but they're reacting to them. Doc, what do you have from this before I go to how this uh, thing ends up ending? Well, I, I don't even pay attention to the reaction because I'm too busy listening to the greatest ring entrance music of all time when the Midnight's come out. But, uh, yeah. Right, you don't there pay you attention go. to the reaction. Okay, good, yeah. I'm listening to the jam. Okay. What do you have from the match, Doc? And we'll Not a lot. They lost oh. their belts. Aubrey, anything? Are those considered the NWA US tag team titles or just WCW? I think it's still NWA, my friend. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you don't hear, hear them bring it up too much anymore. The wrestlers do, the announcers don't. Right. Which is terrible, but so the way this well, thing ends, you can go over to the wrestling network and find it. Yeah, wrestling news network. That's what it was. I looked it up recently. Yeah, it's a wrestling I news still, network. I still have that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Midnight Express hit a double flapjack on Zan Panzer. You just saw it on our Patreon video at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Out of nowhere, though, as the Midnight Ex- uh, the Midnight Express, they're kind of I guess celebrating, holding the belts up. They're attacked by Z-Man and Pillman, who take their belts back. And now they're back in possession. And what's the saying, Doc? Possession is uh, how many tenths of the law? I forget. Three-fifths. Three. Wow. I mean nine-tenths. You really are a jackass. <laughs> I find nothing funny. Oh, come on. We're just here to have a good time. Be blessed and be a blessing, brother. Something like hey, that, you know? Maybe if we're Any, all lucky, get it. Maybe not circle, circle, dot, dot, but maybe circle and dot, and then to bed. Mm. Hopper can't go to bed. At, did he tell that on air? I can't remember. Did he too busy snuggling at night to go to bed? Oh. That's not. That's not what he said. He says she's too busy. He's like, all right, yeah, got to go to bed. Yeah. The stories Hopper tells off air sometimes. Aubrey, you think she's going to let you go to bed tonight? Shit. I got to go to bed, man. Does she do it every night? Does she do that every night? No. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, we, I mean uh, we've been staying up watching uh, Downton Abbey. God, wow, he's still on that. Bro, I can't stop watching it. I'm in season five. This is, this is the most disturbing turn of events. I it's actually good. I asked my wife about it. I was like, hey, Sasha. You ever heard of Downton Abbey? And she's like, ah, I watched an episode or two. I couldn't get into it. It was slow. Oh, fuck. And I'm shocked because that's the type of stuff she watches. Yeah, I heard there's a lot of white people in it. Yeah, well, they're they're in England. Okay. Keeping the show moving before this goes off the rails. Rick and Scott Steiner are taking on Joe Kazana and the Galaxian 1 in the main event of this week's Saturday Night episode. You know, I talked about the reaction Doom got and the Road Warriors got and, of course, the Midnight, but crowd came up again when the Steiners hit the ring. So let me you help know. you out here. Before you yeah. get there, I want 58-16. All right, let's go to it. I appreciate yeah, you cutting a, me off right it's there. It's a kick-ass. I can't win with you. We're going to well, have first a kick-ass off, Steiner. Let's one. see. Here's 
56. It crisscross will make you jump, jump. All right. Daddy now Mac we're will at, make you. That looked good. And then you're going to get to 58, 16 with the stun. I'm letting one. it play. All right. Oh, the Let's stun just watch one. the whole okay. fucking match. No, no, no. No, right. no, no. 58, 13, 15. 16. 16. There, it's all, no, it's a clothesline. Steiner line. Short arm clothesline. It looked good. Yeah. Well, Kazana can, you know, he can bump. Then let's get to 5940. Jesus. It's like a game show. <laughs> I'm trying to break this down. We're gonna I, remember one film. I remember one time we were doing that. We're at fifty nine twenty five. I remember one time we were we were doing a Smoky Mountain show, and Doc had like four timestamps. <laughs> Hopper Hopper had been up all night working, and he's like, "Come on!" We need right. to watch oh, it. here it is. Yes, when Rick Steiner gut wrenches him up and oh. slams him into the corner. Fuck that! <laughs> what bastard! That- it wasn't that bad. Man, at my age and being out of shape, I don't want to go upside down, but then you're going to slam me into something while I'm <laughs> upside down. Fuck that. Yeah. i tell you what messes you up the first time you take one. What? A body slam. <laughs> I thought you were going to nah. say a fistful of somas. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, Hopper, because it's, it's weird, you know, because, like, you kind of do get twisted a little bit, and... You know, you, when you're not used to tucking your chin and all that, you, you're, you know, you it's it's just weird. I mean, once you from, get it down pat, you could do it for the rest of your life. Well, yeah, I was saying the first time you take it, it's it's odd. Because you're kind of, you know, I mean, you're upside down and you you're you're on legs over over your head. It's it's just it's just yeah. odd the first time. Anyway, uh, the first time taking a suplex. That's weird too, because I bet you the first time you took it, you didn't extend. You were just kind of no. like. In a ball, almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you don't, you don't, you're just, you're, like, you're just oh, kind of going with it. Yeah, you're like, oh damn, here <laughs> it comes, and then you're like, oh okay, that's what I got to do during it. All right, uh, so here's another one, Doc. I hit, I hit stop on it, but what's Steiner do here? Th- that drop kick, God, it looked that good. Was, he was up. Yeah, yeah. real good. It's like his feet like kissed him in the face. This thing's going to end finally. Oh, here comes another one. Uh, it's going to end finally when I think it's a, uh, I don't remember if it was Scott or Rick. I didn't know. Belly to belly on Kazana. Right. Off the rope for the win. Looked very good. Did you see where he did there? He's dropping, <laughs> he's dropping oh. the elbow. He's playing around. He's dropping the elbow on the canvas. Yes, he's supposed to be like Ronnie Garvin going around him. Ugh. Good stuff. Uh, Doc, any other closing thoughts on the Steiners versus Kazana and Galaxian one? No, sir. Yep, that's what I thought. Okay, so this thing closes out. We get uh, Jim Ross closes the show with Cornette, and he has some comments about Z-Man and Pillman. It's very quick. Oh, here's the belly-to-belly. Look at that. Ugh. Yeah. Very nice. Let's go to Z-Man and, uh, or Jim like Ross and Corny. when he him on the back, he's like, okay, I'm ready. Yep. Let's go. Here's JR and Cornette closing the show. Sunday night, the Steiners taking on the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Perhaps here next week, we'll find out here on World Championship Wrestling just what is inside Norman's big black box. But I was to tell you, the uh, flying Brian and Z-Man. Did that prove my point or what? Did that prove the point that I've been making all along? That flying Brian and Z-Man are the scum of the earth. They're a stack of dimes neck pump. A coward, a gutless yellow wonder. They not only, they not only waited almost two hours before they had the guts to show.
hiding in the bushes back there behind the arena somewhere. But then, when they finally did show up, they waited until the Midnight Express's back was turned, till we were wrestling other opponents, and they jumped us from behind. And not only to be back jumpers, they also stole our property, the U.S. Tag Team Championship. That's not your property. You didn't beat them for it. That's hey, not your property. Don't you get in my face, Jim Ross, and none of these other rednecks better do the same thing. We are the rightful U.S. Tag Team Champions. Now, Pillman, Zinc, you think we tried to break your neck and cripple you just to win those belts? You're wrong. We did it because we hate your filthy, stinking guts. Because you're nothing but low-down, slimy sleazeballs. You're the scum of the earth. Your fathers were drunk alcoholics. Your mothers were tramps. The women you go out with are nothing but ugly dogs. And the people that cheer for you punks are nothing but trash. And I promise you this. If you get in the ring with the Midnight Express again, we're not just going to try to cripple you. We're going to finish the job. We're coming back after those belts. And when we get the belts and the title, then we're going to take your hide. We're going to finish you. We are going to save the people of the United States the misery of ever having to watch trash like you wrestle again because we're going to finish your stinking careers. And that's a promise. I think you said quite enough. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us this Sunday night on the NWA main event. Corny getting a little stiff calling Z-Man and Pillman's mom's tramps. That's nice. Damn. <laughs> Laying it on. What do you, uh, Doc? I'll go to you first. What you got, man? I thought Corny was real good there. He was personal and just evil. He was laying it in, man. That's for damn sure. Yeah, it's the old school, fucking Jim Cornette. That's uh, that's reminiscent of some studio days when he called. Yeah. Uh, when he called Baby Doll. Uh, when he she, when she yeah. said that he said that she shopped in the Junior Moose. <laughs> I was thinking uh, it's a good one. I was thinking of another one when he asked David Crockett or Shivani if they knew the gestation period of a bull moose, and I think they were like, "Huh?" And he's like, ah, "Me either. I don't know, but baby doll does." <laughs> Dude was vicious back in the day. <laughs> oh man, them studio, them studio shows. Oof. All right. Well, that's how they go off air. Hopper, any other thoughts before we uh, rate this thing and hand out the Rolex? Uh. Uh-uh. All right, we got to rate it, hand out the Rolex like we always do. Before we do so, I want to remind you, please use our Amazon Associates link. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. a great way to support the show. If you're already shopping on Amazon, you can use that link, and the show gets a little bit of kickback in return. Uh, so please use it every time you shop there. Give the link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life, and tell them to use it every time they shop on Amazon. Do like our friend JBL Objective on Twitter said, Literally put the link in the browser to make sure they use it. Tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Also, don't forget to become a patron. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get access to 300 plus Patreon shows there. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Doc, go first. What do you want to do? Rate it or Rolex? We can rate it. I'm not real sure. I was kind of all over the board on this one. All right. Well, you can give it. How long was it? 64 long. minutes, huh? Yeah. Wasn't long. That automatically gives it a B usually for you. Yeah. And Hopper. Yeah, that's true. But I had to fast, and I got to fast forward through some garbage, which is bad, but it's also good. So it's really hard to determine how I want to rate that. <sighs> Man, 
for Norman alone, I'm going to give this a B minus. All right, Hopper, what are you giving it? I'll give it a a B. That's what I was going to say, a B. Uh, there yeah. was some stupidity. That that Norman stuff was Norman was so that Norman thing was so stupid it made Sting's look great. That's how bad that was. Yeah, Slow down. I don't think, and I don't Slow think, down. and I don't think, and I don't think Sting's promo was great by any way, shape, or form. So that's my thoughts there. But I'm gonna give it a B. All right, wh- who's getting your Rolex, Doc? Uh, I'm gonna say we finished strong here, and I'm gonna give it to Corny for that final promo. I hate to agree with you. I'm gonna give it to Corny too. Who are you giving yours to, Hopper? I'm going to get mine to Lex. Oh. A little shocked, but Lex yeah. was good. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, all the way around. Okay, so before why, we do And why do any- they do agree with me? We're best friends. So before we uh, do anything else, <laughs> and before we get out of here, I have to remind everyone out there, remember, Hopper is still offering his video services and shout-outs and life yeah. and relationship advice. And to get a video from Hopper, first thing, email him with the details of what you want in your video or the shout out. And email his email address is chrishopper16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And then you're going to have to PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. If you missed any of that, just look in the show description. It is in the notes. The email address along with the PayPal address. And, uh, yeah. Hopper, greatly appreciate it. Hit me up. Hit him up. Hit him up. The man is a uh, hes a legend, especially down on the bayou, if I say so myself. Uh, and then uh, one other thing before we get out of here, check out Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us, so please support them, so give them a listen. And then check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Prue and JV. They handle our ECW show on the Patreon feed, but they also do a free show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin week by week on their free feed. Check out the Bottom Line cast on Twitter, and you can get the link to their show there. Uh, Doc, anything else before we uh, shut this thing down and get out of here? Uh, just know pretty soon uh, Mike and I will sequester ourselves deep inside the BTT labs and come out with our 2021-2022 NFL preview show as we do every year. Uh, we got to have a talk about that, sir. Why? Thinking about doing something a little different this year with that. We're going to have a BTT Fantasy Football League? Hell no. Well, I mean, there is one. If Mike Pru organizes the free one again and puts it together, which, by the way, uh, I am not doing any gifts to the winner this year because last year trying to track down the winners was a nightmare. And, And I don't want people thinking I'm not trying to give them that gift when... I just couldn't track down the winner. I Everything couldn't. about fantasy football is a nightmare. Yeah, it's a fantasy. So, there's that. Like it's just a fantasy. But we'll talk song. about we'll talk about the preview show that we usually do, Doc. We'll talk about that. We're gonna do something though, right? I'm something. <laughs> wow. We'll do something. You're yeah, a yeah. real you're a real bucket of sunshine. No, I got an idea for it that I think you'll like, but you know, right. you never... I just said we'll do something and you go, huh? What? Well, you just Come never on, know what you you know, he talks about me being the curmudgeon. That dude is a curmudgeon. A Bruh, freaking A plus curmudgeon. 
if I was able to make it down there, first of all, when I got wasted the night before, and I've been toasting and buying drinks for the army and just hanging out and having a good time and talking about wrestling and bitches and stuff and not being surly like you were. By you the would way, have did nothing of the sort. You would have ridden back with, or drove back with me, and the entire time you would have been talking about everybody there. That was a sap. <laughs> this one's that's a sap. What do you I think that? What do you think that one goes home to? How much you think he makes? <laughs> Boy, can you imagine the the garanimal that lays next to him at night? I can I hear say, it now. I was stack but okay grandmas okay here's the thing i can't fake being nice to people so I, I just can't crap no Bull i can't crap. If you're as bar, much of a worker as any of us come on if i'm if i'm doing what i love to do which is watching wrestling and drinking beer i am not going to waste that opportunity for fun by being nice to somebody that I don't want to be nice to. And I guarantee you, everybody there would have had a much different opinion of me after the night. But you, sorry. Sorry, muff. Just sour. <laughs> That's nice. You, he, let me tell you, he doesn't even know y'all. And he he goes on Twitter and trolls and then talks about how this one's got a sad and pathetic life. And that one's got a sad and pathetic life. We don't all believe have a That's word. Easy. We all have sad Nah, lives. don't even try to cover it. Don't even try. Don't listen you... to it. No, don't. This is not. This is not even anywhere in the same zip code as the truth. You know, I ain't lying, and that's why he's laughing. When I was talking about, we'd have been driving back, and the things oh, would he would have been saying. Of, I would, I to their face, I would want to see a picture of of the granimals and sleaze stacks that they're with. But that's what guys do. For the patrons out there, you remember all the shows with him talking about the T Rex? That's what he does when he's not in front of you. He oh. he yucks it up and yucks it up and he's having fun, all teeth and gums, laughing with you. And the minute you're not in his presence, he's in my office talking about you. First of all, you've just Here's the real it's reason what that I don't you come. Here's do. the real reason I don't come to these things. Because I'd have to deal with you. He's <laughs> so far from the truth, it's not funny. That's fucked okay. up. Whatever. You know I ain't lying. You know I'm not lying. That's the listeners. That's why he was laughing. No, that's why he was laughing. Him, bu- that's not true, Harper. I busted him today. I was like, you look like a barrel of sunshine hanging out with our listeners. <laughs> On that note, uh, we've had enough fun. I appreciate everybody out there for listening again to another week of Booking the Territory. Harper hit the tagline, and we'll shut this thing down. Book it, bitch. Yes.